And welcome back to the Off the Clock Show. You're joined with your host, Sean Gervais from Orbis X CRM, as well as Marty, Mr. Marshall Hill from the Pints and Polishing Podcast, as well as Hyperclean Car Care Products. Yeah, baby. And we are going to get into it. So Marty looks crystal clear. I'm a little foggy this week, but next week I got my new laptop coming with the new camera. Can't be in my office right now. We're doing some big orders for the, the NHL team uh, with some AirPods, got some promo going. So I'm fuzzy today, baby, but uh, just tune in. <laughs> so anyway, how you doing, Marty? Good to see you, man. Man, doing good, doing good. Enjoying, uh, enjoying something fruity. Ooh, hey, we're both drinking red today. Oh, yeah, you're drinking red too, huh? Yeah. What are you drinking? So I'm drinking a Negroni, um, and this time I switched it up. So most ingredients. So I've got my my Gordon's gin. Mm. This gin's really nice because it's got a... Uh, yeah, difficult to see, but it's got these little berries. So it's a, it's a dry gin, which is supposed to be flavorless, but it's got a uh, little bit of a flavor undertone. We've got our Campari, of course. And then I've got my sweet vermouth, which is actually all the way over there. So let's <laughs> hold wow. up the imaginary bottle. <laughs> I love I love fruit juice, and I especially love mixing rum or the cachacha, you know, the stuff oh, like yeah. that, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, a lot of people would do vodka. I just, to me, vodka is just not a go-to it's too dry for me. So yeah. I like rum. I like to mix that stuff into. Uh, it's got more of a flavor and, to it. Yeah. 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 I'm more of a rum. So, too. Fresh watermelon got crushed Ooh. up and blended. And Ooh. yeah. So yeah. watermelon juice and rum. Man. You can... Give me some ideas here because my mm. wife's growing three watermelons on the back porch. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. They're like mini watermelons. So they're, you know, not super big, but uh, mm. big enough. I can make myself a watermelon cocktail for sure. <laughs> all her hard work for these three months yeah <laughs> so i i did i have done a watermelon beer i really no it's way. a very popular beer when i made it and yeah. uh, crushed up an entire watermelon put it yeah. in the second fermenter and yeah man awesome yeah. Yeah. awesome that does that, sound good actually Damn. the sugar get makes it a high alcohol content yeah and then the sweetness then you just kind of just keep drinking because it's just it's not like a heavily sweet watermelon at that time, okay, but it's, yeah. you you got a good blend of some ale and some watermelon and you can just take them back. And next All thing you know, long, you're, long like, oh, you're like, this is a I... nice Saturday. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I think I'd like that because a lot of times I see flavors like peach, you know, things like that. Strawberry as well, but strawberry, I don't find they do a good job of, uh, it oh. doesn't. Yeah, it's tough to get that one right with a nice mm -hmm. mix, you know. But uh, and peach, I'm just I'm not a fan. You're not a peach fan? Nah, I don't mind eating a peach, like an actual peach, like a the raw fruit. But peach mixed in with things, I don't know. Maybe something happened to me when I was a kid. Peach tea? You don't do peach tea? No, not even. Oh. No, yeah, like uh, my teas. When it comes to teas, I'm pretty uh, basic, except for this one. They have a David's tea, ruby or something. It's like a cinnamon thing. Um, anyway, that during winter time. Oof, man so good but they've got this one that's uh, called 9-11 and uh that one's so good it's like uh it's like rescue 911 or something like that anyway when you're sick that one man i don't care what happened to you you could have anything man it, this thing will cure you right up man you could have pneumonia it doesn't matter it's just <laughs> yeah, like, that's what they should have distributed during COVID 19 but anyways <laughs> fix it right up david's tea stock all the way up but uh but yeah no peach i don't know peach things Apple. I think I'd rather apple. Um, if I'm gonna go with that like a more citrusy kind of thing. Yeah, but a watermelon beer, I could see that. I could mm. see that. So homemade, like you made that too. That wasn't a damn, that's wicked. You're like a chemist, man. 
Yeah. I mean, you own a chemical company. I hope so. You don't have to be a chemist. <laughs> you just have to know how to crush this. Have and the bigger picture and take things that taste good here and things that taste good here and put them together. Put them together. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. But to do it well, I think that's the. the key. Well, yeah. That's when it becomes a detailer, not a yeah. chemist. Yeah. Fair enough. That's in the detailer part. So you mentioned Aaron uh, a little bit ago, and I'd I'd shout him out too. We had a great talk. Anybody that wants to get into Orbis X, they definitely need to sign up for have Aaron take care of everything, put it all together, and and you know, yeah, man, go down through the whole spectrum with you. He does a great job, and it was funny in a conversation. We were talking about you know had a little bit of time as he was adding some things in and. You know, so how long have you been detailing? You know, da, 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 kind of those type of conversations. Yeah, yeah. Come to find out, uh, I've been detailing longer and he's been alive. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of makes you go, oh, Yeah, you're like, huh. <laughs> interesting. Thanks for reminding me of that, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Partner. <laughs> I mean, kind of the way he said it, too. He was like, oh. So you've been detailing longer than I've been a lot. Like, like yeah, this light like, bulb wow, went off. And he's like, you're yeah. old. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Thanks, man, appreciate that. <laughs> I know. It's like, I, I had already started and sold maybe 10 or 12 companies before he was born. And I was like, Jesus, when I found that I was like, I've literally lived like multiple lifetimes before, you know, but, uh, but man, I tell you what he's been able to do with his shops has been phenomenal in, oh, yeah. in a short period of time. It's crazy. It's really amazing. And it just goes to show you though, when someone does the right kind of things, they, they follow the process, they listen to the good advice that's out there and they follow the right people. Uh, it's amazing what they can do, you know? So it's, and, and I mean, obviously he's got that special, you know, thing that uh, entrepreneurs just need to have, but at the same time, he's uh, he takes chances too, as you know, like uh, you got to, when you're in business, you got to, sometimes you got to take leaps. I've talked to him before on the phone and he's like, oh yeah, I'm just heading to, you know, Dallas. I'm like, oh, what are you doing down there? He's like, I'm going to take this, uh, you know, tinting course. I'm going to come back, teach my guys to tint. I was like, oh, you took my advice. You're going to add tinting. And he's like, oh, absolutely, man. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go uh, train up myself and then get them to do it. So he was listening to the advice that he didn't, he knew where he wanted to be. He wanted to run the business, but he didn't necessarily want to be the one tinting and doing PPF and all this stuff. So he went, took the courses, trained his guys and so on and so forth. But by taking that chance like you got to think man like he he was doing that before you know most people had even left their house you know what i mean and so he here he is boom flying down there he's taking this course that course and he's just on that mission he's making it his life so that he can grind now so he can climb later right and uh so that's uh yeah i think it's an important thing man people gotta do take risks yeah that's not a tip that's just conversation that's <laughs> Don't worry, plenty more tips to come from Sean, as always. Man. Loads of tips, loads of tips. <laughs> yeah. Anything good? You eat anything good? Uh, man, tons of stuff. But uh, actually, speaking of eating, we have something for this weekend, though. Oh, we there the, we go. Uh, interplanetary pasta. The The packaging is lackluster, of course, because uh, this is from one of the, uh, what do they call them here? I think they could just call them smoke shops, but uh, they used to have a different name. They keep changing the name, the regulations, but... Anyway, our cannabis stores here. Um, so this one is from uh, Shiny Bud. That's what it's called, Shiny Bud. Uh, pretty cool store. They've got many locations here. They've just blown up. They started just giving away licenses here. Like uh, I'm sure it was the same where you are too, right? Because uh, no. no, they don't give them away. 
Yeah. Well, no, for- they're not giving them, but I mean, you have to pay for it. <laughs> Here, you just have to. T- I solemnly swear to maple syrup that I will. <laughs> it's card your- for you and a card yeah, for yeah. you. Exactly. Yeah. The open up in Canada. Place. Oh, Canada. <laughs> exactly. But uh, but yeah. So but aside from that, yeah, I've been eating some pretty uh, pretty good food actually because uh, and you get free healthcare, free medical cards. I mean, it's a great place. It's a great place. Yeah, it's fantastic. You got to deal with a little bit of snow, but that's okay. You know, no big deal. And actually recently, uh, two weeks ago, we had, no, last week we had hail. Uh, so it was, um, I think it's called hail where it's, it's like ice that falls from the sky. Yeah. But, uh, granizos, we had, they were, man, they were just, it was coming down. We had literally like snow and ice in our front yard. It was ridiculous, but outside it was hot, almost like you were at the beach. It was the weirdest thing in the world. And then followed by that, was severe severe weather um we had uh there's pictures i can send you there's cars that are you know five feet underwater streets just overtaken by it it was nuts but the crazy thing that lasted two days we had zero no shows (laughs) we had people driving through that shit to get to the shop they were like i don't want to miss my appointment because if i miss my appointment and how busy you guys are I might not get another appointment for two or three weeks. It was insane, but uh, just goes to show you. But yes, we have some wild stuff that happens here in Canada, but uh, we persevere, we make it through and uh, that's it. But yeah, man, but yeah, I've been eating some pretty cool stuff actually, because my wife has been experimenting in the kitchen, trying new different things and stuff like that. Um, and so we went to a couple shops and we bought some random stuff and challenged ourselves. And we said, let's, let's see what we can kind of cook up over the next little while, things we haven't done or things we haven't done in a while. So it's been uh, more a week of experimentation. And last night, uh, she made these like stuffed pepper things. Oh my god, just amazing! You ever have stuffed peppers? Are you a stuffed yeah. pepper guy? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, stuffed yeah. pepper guy. Love to put uh, habaneros through some. Oh, yeah. What was it called? Oaxaca, O A X A, I think, or something. It's a uh, Latin cheese. Okay. Okay. Uh, put some of that into uh, yeah. some poblanos. That's oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. great. A little bit mm-hmm. on the grill, get them charred. Mm. yeah Oof. good to go yeah man trust me that's it that's what i'm looking for right now is uh, i'm looking for a new grill because uh i went to the stores buying some stuff for a new pool and when i was there i saw it, it's everything you know seasonal stuff it's all like right beside each other some of the grills they've got now man it is i'm telling you they've been like leaps and bounds man i swear like some old nasa engineers are now working for people that make grills man it's like napoleon was like yep yeah, we'll take them all all the engineers bring them over here Cause man, they've got some some stuff going on, man. And uh, and I know you, you're a big barbecue guy, smoker guy as well. So I know you got some fancy tools. I don't. I've used what? the same grill. No shit. Thirteen years. Yeah, I I built Damn. mine in with and put some rock in and oh, you know, I've nice. got a, a rock wall. Or kitchen. A, a, yeah. Yeah, I built it into the uh, into Damn. the wall. So no, that might I, also, that might also I've used the exact the same man. one. Holy 13 shit. years you know so i you know you got to replace the tubes every couple of years replace the grating but sure you know grills regular grill. regular maintenance and we're big maintenance fans right so let's <laughs> see but regular i have you know i have this year i think a, a an addition for me has been more that um, skillet black top type uh you know cooking so i always would do burgers or steaks everything i do on the, on the grill and I've been trying to work on new ways of cooking, you know, finding new ways of doing yeah. some stuff. And so bought bought one of those big ones and put it, you know, there on the oven stove. So yeah. I, you know, I've got a, a 
a skillet that, now that that's all... amazing yeah see and that's what i saw yesterday when i was at the store and i, I was mm-hmm. seeing those and i was like man that might be different you know so uh, oh yeah that's what i was gonna say so you don't you haven't ever done a steak on there no game changer huh oh, oh you're man. in for an experience whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah 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 you you've you've never taken a <laughs> cast iron and and made a steak on cast iron yeah for sure that's what i use primarily in our but i use that in our house like on our glass top but i feel like it would be different on a barbecue setup oh okay but at least you've done a cast iron not everybody's cooked a steak on cast iron and then i hadn't for a long time and then when i started i was like okay i gotta really like play around with this like it it changes the flavor that bar like i was scared at first that's why i never used to do it i'm like i'm burning the steak like yeah yeah (laughs) because because there's a different than yeah exactly (laughs) and that's where once you know that and and you also have to know what to use it for you know, like, uh, so my veggies, for example, I have one of those big, I think they're called a wok, uh, mm-hmm. like the big thing. So that's where I usually do my veggies uh, because it cooks them differently, you know, and you can move things around to areas where it's not as hot. You have that central heat right at the very bottom. Then you move them around stuff so you can preserve the vegetable quality a little different. Um, so I use that, but I don't usually cook vegetables in my cast iron unless I'm using those just to season up the steak or something like that. But yeah, like once you know those kind of, you know, how you operate, you can make some... But the cast iron, that's key. That is, uh, but depends on how you treat the cast iron once you're done cooking as well. Because, you know, I've seen some some horrific things. Me, I like to preserve the flavor in it. So I don't go, uh, you know, too heavy with like soaps and things like that. Because I want to kind of lock that flavor in from whatever I cooked before, you know. But uh, yeah, I had <laughs> in the beginning had some experiences where I was new to cast iron. And I ended up just rusting out one whole pan and. Yeah, it was bad. You got to know what to what to do. So you do a little research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've the, done that. I've done that. Yeah. But I, I want to try one of those flat top barbecues because I feel like with the just the cooking coverage, like the things I'd be able to do, and I want to get those, uh, you know, those like spatula type flipper things, um, mm-hmm. like the big long metal. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm about that life. How about you, though? Eating, uh, you've been drinking your watermelon thing. Yeah. So this weekend, I, speaking of uh, cast iron, we did a little experiment. So we were at the stores looking at steaks and I was like, hmm, well, I want that. I want you to try this and you haven't tried that either. So it was like, let's get three different steaks, three different cuts and, and try and figure out which ones, you know, which ones you like. So mm. it was fun, you know, like, uh, just the regular old sirloin, then, uh, the Kansas city strip. Wow. Well, most people call it you know, the New York strip here through the Midwest. We call it the Kansas City Kansas Strip. City KC strip. strip. All right. You know, because KC strip. we're not going to support New York, right? We're going to support, you know, Kansas City, KC Strip. KC Strip. Yeah. All right. From now Most on, people say that doesn't exist. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. KC Strip. It's a thing. We're starting it now. That's what. Then we got the uh, boneless ribeye. So I, I surprisingly am not the same as everybody else on their steak. Okay. I'm, I like it lean. Ah, I don't like the, I know there's a lot of flavor in the fat, but you got high cholesterol. You're not supposed to eat fat. So they tell you you can't eat red meat because you eat all that fat. So I still want to eat red meat. And there was years I didn't just eat the years. I didn't eat red meat, but marrying a Brazilian, that was not a, you, you could not not eat red meat. So bought the red meat nonstop. And I realized, oh crap, 
I I need to really be careful here. So like the picanha, right? I always shave my picanha fat off. I okay, I was about like, to ask you about that because yep. in the, so okay. I have to really be careful with what I eat. And so that's why I like the sirloin. Doesn't have sure. as much flavor, but it's okay. I can eat more just meat with less and fat. at least you can still eat it too, right? That's the, the important part. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things you don't realize, you know, like as time changes, uh, the things that like I notice now, some foods that I, I ate my whole life and I love them, you know, as I'm getting older, I, I'll eat them. And sometimes I have to either eat less because I still want to eat it. But if I eat the same amount I used to, it doesn't sit right. I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know if you found that too, but certain things, the food could be changing too, obviously. Right. You know, like we, we do grow a lot of our food uh, during summer months, but um, I've definitely noticed a change and especially certain things that we'll buy at the grocery store, things like that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's time for me to just sack up and just eat it anyways. <laughs> yeah. But how about online? You, uh, seen anything interesting happening online? Or? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I All saw, right. I saw a guy named Ryan that some people know, not everybody here knows, but, uh, Ryan, uh, made a little post announcing that he is, uh, joined the hyperclean team. So he is our business development, Ryan Hagen. There we uh, go. Team HC, baby. Mm -hmm. So uh, excited about that. You know, that that's yeah. the big deal for us right now. You know, it, it, it frees up a spot, you know, right. Availability to where I can. And that's the, what's been the fun part, right? As you grow a business, then when a team member comes, you know, it takes some stuff off your plate and you go take care of some other stuff. So, I get to to read, look at some other stuff on my plate. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, one of those is going to be product development, heavier into product mm -hmm. development. And we got some cool stuff that's going to start rolling out. We got a lot of stuff coming out uh, third and fourth quarter. And I think, uh, I think we're going to wait on stack. Uh, that, that is probably the best product I've ever created. Mm. Right on, man. And it will do amazing. It will do yeah. amazing. So no, that's wicked, man. Uh, you'll hear more about that later and uh, yeah so that's that's really what's been cool right so i get to take yeah. uh you know not a chemist like i said a second ago yeah yeah <laughs> i don't need to be i don't need to be that's i love true. that that company's like we got a chemist like cool well yeah. we got 40 plus years of detailing experience mm. helps a lot mm -hmm. and most detailers know Hey, when I use something like this, oh, a lot of us can think of, oh, well, this does this, this, and you start to really understand kind of the the idea of what products do. But now I get to go in and talk to the chemist, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't just have one chemist. I get to hire a bunch of different chemists that, what? They love to build products for people. It's what they do. It's crazy to know how much uh, in the beauty care world crosses over into wow art. yeah no shit eh yeah and you start talking to them understanding what you know these products do what does this do how does this you know if i need to change this you know do i use this you know and we talk through them and oh let me go grab this and they start looking at, yeah this we find this in such a you know lipstick or you know eyeshadow yeah. like a lot of crazy stuff that is inside of yeah. a lot of that makes sense because you got to think there's like you know, people that wear makeup, uh, I was going to say women, but it, just people that wear makeup. <laughs> Let's just go with that for now. Uh, it's 2023. Um, there's a lot of similarities in some sense, like some things you want to last long, some things you want to 
be a shorter time. Some things are to remove things. Some things are, to, you know, there's a lot of, I can see that. Some things that have to be, you know, hydrophobic and so on and so forth. That's a, uh, that's interesting. Wow. I never thought about that correlation before, but. I, exactly. There's a lot of random things that you start learning and you go, hmm, okay. That is interesting. Yeah. Wow. That's wicked. The thing I like too is I've noticed that your product line focuses a lot around the specific things that they're not just fluff products. They're specific things that someone's going to need to run their business, do it efficiently, get the job done, make customers happy, and also has that resell value that A, they can resell to other customers uh, like other detailers, but even uh, like you've mentioned thousands of times, car groups, putting together little buckets, things like that. Um, that's something I've always noticed with your product line versus a lot of other manufacturers that are out there. I've seen a lot of vendors, they they just have, you know, we all know some of the famous ones that I don't need to mention where they take the same thing, different label, call it something else, add some flashy graphics. And it's, it's now something else. And it's like, still doing the same shit or not doing what I wanted it to do, but uh, it's just a new product. I've noticed you, you have a, a much different focus for your company. And that's one thing I always, I always appreciated, even to the point where how you want to ship things. So that it's less waste, you know, less shipping costs, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's hats off to you, man. Seriously. Yeah. Craft, yeah. craft car craft. care. Yeah. Mm. We're different yeah. than Budweiser. We're different than those guys that just, yeah. And it's funny. You mentioned one off air that we were talking yeah. about one company. And it's like, yeah, you, you can see those companies, you understand, they go to somebody and those people make all their product. I mean, that's how they randomly show up and they're open for business and they have a full catalog already. Yeah. It's like, it's like, huh? how'd you do that? You developed oh, all of that it. overnight. Got it. Makes <laughs> sense. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know? So it's yeah, true. I mean, we craft our stuff. We really work on, yeah. you know, work on what it needs to be done. Why, you know, why are we wanting to, for instance, like you meant, you know, glass cleaner. Why do we need a glass? I mean, anybody can go get glass cleaner. I find it hilarious. There's professional style people that, you know, there'll be a spokesperson for others and they, they show their videos and they're like, yeah, well just grab spray away glass cleaner. I mean, we use it all the time. Wow. Interesting that you use spray away all the time yeah. as a professional detailer and you tell people you can get it anywhere and you use just the same things that anybody else would. Yeah. okay yeah great job Perfect. well how about just a tip maybe yeah, yeah. you should use some other stuff right <laughs> maybe you should have glass cleaner that has lubrication in it mm. maybe you should use something that would be a little bit easier for the guys so yeah. you know there's just a tip for you it's there true. buddy <laughs> don't use spray away <laughs> <laughs> I like that you're coming on board with the bouquet now. This is this is good. Where you <laughs> But it's it's so true though. We had to, oh my god. We had this uh detailer we were subcontracting out some work when we got busy, stuff like that. And then we had sent him a job and I don't know, something just kind of triggered with me and said, "Okay, hold on. Let me just take a look at this guy, you know, his process everything." So I went in as a secret shopper. Anyway, and I was talking to the guy and stuff about the products he was using and this and that, you know, to find out more about what he's going to be doing for our customers that when we have an overflow, we send out there and so on and so forth. And come to find out some of the stuff he was using was actually going to destroy the tint that we had just put on customer vehicles. And I was like, I, I couldn't believe it. And I was like, dude, this guy's saying he's professional, saying he's this and that. He came highly recommended, whatever. 
but yet he had no idea what he was using. And he was just using stuff that he found in forums. He went online, asked some people, what do you think I should use? And people were like, oh, I use this. And he followed this whole long thread of this fight back and forth. And uh, anyway, I was, oh my God, this is terrible. So now what we do with all our subcontractors is we provide all the materials. So we say, this is what we want you to use anytime our vehicles come in. I don't, if you want to use something else on your own, you know, your side of the business, go for it. But anything that we send over, because oftentimes we'll have an overflow. And so when that happens, that's what, what we do. But um, that quality control really needs to be there, you know, and that's where, uh, you know, it's, it's not detailers sometimes get a bad rap as it's just, you know, anybody with a, a bucket and a, and a wash bit, you know, but there is more to it than that. Uh, there's definitely different spectrums of that. And so I, I've, I've noticed that a lot with your product line. Uh, you can tell the experience that came with it. It's not just reselling someone else's formula that's prepackaged. And, you know, as we've seen a lot, I've seen that too, where people pop up and they're like, so excited to be announcing that next week we're going to be offering our own line of da, 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 da. And it's like, really? So you put that all together in three months. That's, that's pretty incredible. You know, 40 plus items in your catalog in three months. That's uh, I don't even think Elon Musk could do that. <laughs> so, and so, yeah, we know the truth, obviously. Right. But uh, like, I know how much time and dedication you put into your products and that's why we use them as well, you know, but uh, yeah. Awesome. And that's good, man. So, so the new products coming out, uh, any ETA. Yeah. Yeah. We should have, let's see, we're in August yeah, now. The, we should have the first, First of four products that are scheduled should be should be around Labor Day, I would think. So we've got uh, we went to, went heavy on interior. We've got mm -hmm. a carpet system that will come out with, as well as I've got a uh, an interior cleaner and conditioner that I've nice. infused with lanolin, and uh, I love talking about that. When we release it, I'll talk a lot. Okay, um, okay. Because one word, lanolin. All right. Well, I'm go excited. And look at you go and look at conditioners. Go look at things, yeah. and people always wonder, well, how much is you know, or is it in here? What is? I started trying to do research when I was going to build out this product. Yeah, there's only one oil that is water soluble. Oh shit! Yeah, no. that's lanolin. Damn. So any of those other oils? Some are beeswax. Some are, jeez. Uh, uh, what I I butchered the rest, but there's if you go look at it, start pulling up leather conditioners or cleaner conditioners, and if they list some other type of oil that it's not water soluble, so mm -hmm. I realized that you couldn't really put any in it, right? Because it's not water soluble, so you, yeah, you really can't put. So I've put as much lanolin in I can in this formula as you can, and you can feel it on the seats, the leather. You no. can feel it on the deck. You can feel it when you condition and you can feel it then on your hands. So one of the things you got to do is you really got to kind of work in the cleaner. Okay. And uh, we love using our scrub monster and we you're working in with that felt kind of scrubby side. Yeah. Yeah. And then just leave it, let it sit there for a little bit. And it, then the conditioner will start acting Damn. and it starts going and you yeah. kind of just lightly wipe it off after. And it leaves a, a cool little satin look to it really refreshes the interior and makes it look rich and deep. Oh, that's beautiful. Damn. Lanolin. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't know. Man, you got me wondering. I want to get some too, because uh, for our cinema, we got leather seats in there. 
And uh, I don't know why yep. I'm like a nut about keeping them conditioned. Mm-hmm. Just a nut about it. And it's uh, what we use on our couch at home. Yep. Oh shit. Yep. Yeah, when I started I working with it, I had to make sure I could. Well, I wanted to use it over yeah. there, use it on a bunch of different leathers. Yeah. Because I haven't uh, been happy with to, what I'm using now. Yeah, we send it out to a lot of detailers who clean boats. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Love it for that vinyl. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Boats. That's actually a good one. I'm so glad you said that because uh, here it's kind of an untapped market. I know a lot of places like Florida, stuff like that. There's a lot of guys that go after the boats, but here there's not many people that are targeting the boats. And I was always surprised at that. So we target the boats, obviously. Um, But uh, I'm always looking for new products that we can kind of introduce and push. And this is why it's good for your boat and so on and so forth. And uh, that's perfect. Yeah. And if anyone's listening, little quick tip, boats, (laughs) look into boats. Absolutely. Especially if you're mobile. Oh, my God. Yeah, trust me, you're going to get uh, per per square foot, you're going to get a lot more money out of boats than you will uh, if you if you do it right, if you do it right. So, you know, give Marty a call. Well, reach out to his new sales rep. There we go. And uh, see, there we go. And then uh, get yourself some new lanolin product when it drops. And then uh, lanolin. No shit, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm excited to check this out now. <laughs> I'm actually curious to go see the stuff I'm using now. I'm going to go check the back of it when we're done. And I'm curious to see. Because like I said, I haven't been super happy with it. It does the job. What I do is I just do it more often, but I don't find there's any lasting effect. And I don't like the after, uh, like the final result. Uh, what do you call that? Like the, the final sheen or whatever. I don't know. I'm just not happy with it. I don't like when my theater seats are too shiny. And that's what I find is happening. They just, like I walk in there, I turn on the pod lights and it's just, I'm hit with this, uh, you know. So when you said satin finish, I was like, sold that's it right there i was sold <laughs> that's good but uh but yeah so you got a tip for us today we'll break I do. Some tips. I All do. Right. you know something that you see in every single facebook group yeah it's a question that a lot of people ask you know usually when they're beginning but you mentioned boats a lot of people will ask this question hey i had a customer that wants me to wash their boat right oh mm-hmm. i got this new thing i haven't and then this question what should I charge? <laughs> he went there. <laughs> yeah. It's a good what question. should I charge? Yeah. And I really think I want to start replying. You know, I used to, I used to years ago, think that I was, you know, really helping the cause by answering their question. And, you know, after years and years, I began to just kind of chuckle. And uh, mm. then I started to really have empathy for the people that would respond with very informative answers. One of those mm. answers is always, well, you know, you got to take your costs and okay, here's how you figure out your cost. And okay, you got to do this. And they give you a formula mm-hmm. for knowing then based off of the time and how much cost you have involved and how much, you know, you want to make per hour type of deal. There is a formula that you can do. You can. Sure. And in every single comment where you hear, what do I charge? You generally see some type of formula. And okay. I want to start replying back now. Well, why are you there? Hmm. I think if you figure out why you're there, then you can really figure out how much you should charge. Why? Why? Why does being there matter? Well, why are you there? Is it because you love to clean cars? 
you you know we hear those people i just i love yeah. the way people praise me i i i enjoy cleaning i i really do enjoy the work and boy, when people come up and they they tell me how great it looks or the customer raves about it or you know right okay no worries just you need to answer the question mm-hmm. why are you there if you're there for that type of praise cool really doesn't matter what you charge you're going to get paid off of that that's sure. why you're there and it really yeah. won't matter about the money you're only there for what fulfills you if getting praise from somebody fulfills you then cool like doesn't matter, really matter 10 bucks. exactly right <laughs> you're gonna go home matter. extremely happy yeah. you're gonna be the happiest person around and you're going to get because you, you received what you wanted. Yeah. And Hey, you know, made a little cash. Exactly. Most people that say that, yeah. Hey, I made a little cash. Yeah. They love to do it because, Hey, I, I'm rewarding myself and listen, I made a little cash. All good. Okay. It's true. You're not really concerned then about what you should charge. You're only concerned then about, fulfillment of your own self which Mm. is perfectly great you should be however if other people are going no i mean that's not why i mean mean, no i i gotta make uh what do you need to make yeah why are you there well i need to make and they'll usually list right that formula Mm -hmm. okay how did you get the number for that formula why are you there hmm so your life outside of your business do you think it affects your business or not great question and a lot of us should start to answer that internally because if you believe that your personal life does affect your business then you will understand that why i'm there hmm And that formula for numbers is going to have, well, a variable. Mm -hmm. A big variable is your personal life and your personal expenses. What do you need to be there? (laughs) Why are you there? Hmm. As your variable of life changes, some people are single. Some people are married. Some people have kids. Some people want a bigger house. Some people don't want anything. Some people just want to get you know, some cash and <laughs> some praise from people and they're happy. Right. It's true. There's a, there, there's a massive variable. Yeah. And when you figure that out and you can set a groundwork for that, having some regular stability, mm. then you can really start to answer the question. Why am I there? Well, I am there to provide for this. And inside of this, there's going to be levels that need to chop off of so that I can do this. Why are you there? Hmm. That's how you'll answer the question, what should I charge? Because I have to leave what I'm doing here to go do this over here so that I can do more of what I was originally doing. What I actually want to do. Exactly. What I really want to do. What I really want to do how much time is it going to take for me to provide to get me to do what I want to do? 
Yeah. I don't know. That's that's the formula. And I think that's the right formula, you know, because the basic formula obviously is, you know, your cost minus this, that, whatever you want to make per hour or per day or whatever. But really the why, yeah, that whole start with why usually is focused on the customer side of things. But I think if it focused on the business side of things as well, where it's why are you there? Yeah, spot on. Yeah, yeah that's good. Mm -hmm. It's got me thinking and leads into what I wanted to talk today, which is the opposite side of the spectrum, which is what the customer is expecting. And so why they are willing to pay certain amounts. And I'll use two examples because, as you know, my house is under construction right now. We just put in our new pool and there's two parts to the pool process. One is the pool. The other part is the concrete that goes around the pool, the concrete slab and making the backyard look great. Um, so dealt with two different companies for this process um, and dealing with both of them has been a journey, uh, one better than the other. Uh, but a buddy of mine was asking me because he does concrete work and he said, let me know when you're ready to do the concrete work and da, 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 da. And we didn't go with him, even though he obviously would have been the cheapest option. Didn't go with him. He's great at what he does. But I wanted someone that if something goes wrong, I have a guarantee that I can, you know, if it's your buddy, you don't want to end up in, you know, small claims court fighting over this and that. So there's a lot of things that go into these business decisions that people make. Uh, but the other thing was time was a big impact for us. Um, so I wanted someone that could get it done quickly, could get it done, you know, the right way, obviously, uh, but also that their process was in place in a way that made me feel comfortable that they were doing things at the milestones and so on and so forth. Price wasn't as much of an issue. And I think a lot of customers are going to be in the same boat where price, even though that does become a big objection for a lot of people and it's a, a big hurdle. So a lot of people have that question, what should I charge? Um, but the, what should I charge really only matters. I think once you're meeting all those other checkboxes of your process for things that are in place, because price, if you give me the best price possible, but you have the shittiest process, you know, you're not communicating with me. I'm not receiving reminders. I'm not receiving updates. Uh, you know, you're not even telling me what you're going to do or post care this and that the price is irrelevant because it's the whole process. Right. So for me, price is kind of the the icing on top, but all the ingredients that make up, you know, the cake or whatever else it is. Uh, so the experience I had recently, uh, we had two contractors, uh, one installed the pool. He was the more expensive side of things because we had to buy the actual pool, get it installed, rent a crane. It was a big deal. The other guy was doing concrete. Uh, so the guy with the pool, uh, we went with someone that was highly recommended. Their price was uh, on par with everybody else. So it was like, okay, the price is good. But it was the recommendations that we saw online where they had things like Marty and I have talked about before, top 100 and all kinds of stuff. So, so anyways, they do have uh, 65 years of experience, which was good. Uh, but then recently they started doing landscaping work. And the problem was their business started growing too fast and in a different direction that the pool installation side of customer service was kind of falling through. So they did an amazing job installing the pool. Pool was, you know, price right, everything like that. The post sale is where they started to fall through. And so would they get a referral from me? Probably not. But in comparison, the concrete guys we worked with, I reached out to three companies. We chose the most expensive one. And we didn't choose them based on price. We chose them based on the other factors. The guy got back to me the same day. He told me, 
I can be there in 20 minutes to take a look at the grounds and assess things. He got here. He told me the size of his crew. He said, we could have four guys here this day. We can do this. This is the result you can expect. This is the process that's going to be. We require 40% up front, another 40, and then 20 when it's finally done, final inspection. Everything was laid out. He had a really good process in place. He explained all of this to me before we even talked numbers. We didn't talk price. He looked at things, calculated square footage of this. He's measuring things. His whole process. Anyway, the price came in. I told him afterwards, I love your process. I think you did great. On the next job that you do, I think you should raise your price by $10,000. And I told him this because I would have gladly paid an extra $10,000 because he seemed very confident. He seemed like he knew what he was doing and all the pieces were in place. Uh, I felt like I was going to be taken care of. And so when it comes to pricing, what you should charge, I think it's depending on the processes you have in place. So I do think there's that formula where it's why are you there? What do you want? But I also think the processes that you have in place that are going to instill that confidence in the customer, you can literally charge almost anything you want as long as the customer, you convey that to the customer that they're going to get that process and that final result. And I see a lot of detailers where they don't have They'll have half of the process in place and then they're you know struggling to get jobs because they're trying to charge whatever they want to charge based on their formula but they haven't figured out the customer's formula as well and so i think when it comes to the what should i charge it really does also come down to a what do you what are you worth right now and a good way to increase your worth is by setting up the right process and so having things in place um like even marty at your side if you were to do all your customer service Hyperclean would probably be in some trouble, just like me. If I did all my customer service, it'd probably be in some trouble. But we hire people just like you've taken on new staff. I've taken on support staff as well. We do these kinds of things to make sure that our process is there so we can over deliver on the customer service side, things like that. Set up the right processes for people to order, for people to deal with, you know, if something goes wrong, we can deal with warranties, guarantees, uh, refunds, whatever we need to deal with. Um, but ultimately setting up that process elevates it's like raising our stock price if we were on the stock market and so whatever you can do to raise your stock price you're going to be able to charge almost whatever you want um is is my recommendation so how long had that guy been in pool business uh so this guy in the pool business 65 years yeah and how long the father son thing uh concrete guy 13 cool yeah yeah and Got a nice discount on it, too, because uh, he's looking to build an app. So I had some pointers for him. <laughs> so, yeah, worked out pretty well. But uh, he actually ended up being a really good guy. But but his process, honestly, was uh, flawless. Start to finish everything. Yeah. Like, it's it's just been great. And uh, in comparison, like, the, the pool guy came here. And installing an in-ground pool is not a cheap thing. Like, we're not talking about a pair of sneakers. You know what I mean? And the guy hadn't even asked once, how do you like the pool? You happy with the pool? Things like that, little things like that. And so there's other components that he does, like he does landscaping, things like that. It's not a chance in the world we would hire him for any of that because his process in place that he has now, I'm like, this is not someone we want to work with, even if he was the cheapest in town. Um, so my dad told me a long time ago, you don't have to be the cheapest in town. You just have to be the best. If you're the best, charge whatever you want. Agreed. Absolutely agree with him. Uh a trap that many detailers fall into is thinking that they are the best and that they mm. can charge the best. And they're only don't have that process a year in. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. They've only three years been in. Mm. 
I love the guys that are like, I've been detailing for five years. And they're like, yeah. motherfucker, like, fuck that. <laughs> cool, man. Congratulations, brother. Yeah. Like, it is awesome. You should be proud. You should yeah. be proud at three years. You should be proud at one year. 100%. But, but realize this guy was 13, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. He, it's not it takes his time to get to be the yeah. best. It takes mm-hmm. time to get to charge the most. Yep. It's it funny. He's like, he was telling me too. He said uh, his first two years, he had a business partner. Now he doesn't. Uh, things were all over the place. So he realized the business partner was a big part of the problem. Let him go. Then after that, prior to this episode, I was asking a bunch of questions because I knew hearing his story, I wanted to talk about that side of things and building the right process, you know? And so he was telling me things. It was like, what was your journey like to get to now, you know? And it wasn't always a beautiful process. And I asked him when he thought they were good enough to do concrete professionally and charge the rates that he's charging now. He told me three years ago. So that was at year 10. Prior to that, he said he was still charging close to the same rates he is now, but he didn't feel like he was delivering. And so I said, well, what what changed? And he said, what changed for him was when COVID happened, things shut down for a little bit. He had some time to sit there and think about the business. So he actually took the time. Before that, he was just working in the business. That was all he's doing. Now, since he's been here, he's barely done anything. His crew's doing everything. And I said, so what do you do on a daily basis? He says, I think about the next coming months ahead. We find a job. I do research on that customer. I find out what they're looking for. I talk to some of their neighbors sometimes. He's like, I asked them like, hey, did you get any work done here? Uh, how did you feel about the work you got done? Here's some complaints about the area. This guy really goes in. I'm telling you, he was he was definitely, he was 20 to 40% in that range higher than the, the other competitors that he has. So he was significantly higher because, you know, we're talking thousands of dollars, 20 to 40% adds up pretty fast. And uh, so he was a lot higher, but he's got a process in place. He he almost guarantees the final result will be exactly what you want. And so far they've lived up to that, like to the point that we've bought them lunch twice since they've been here. That's how good they are. You know, like, the pool guy, I wouldn't even give him my leftovers. <laughs> so in comparison, but it takes time. You're absolutely right. And that's where, you know, um, like we're at our shop, we're going into our fourth year, which is awesome. Um, we're amazing at what we do. And I would say we're definitely top tier in the city. Would I say that my staff are the best detailers in the country, in the world, in the city? Maybe not. I think that what we do is we deliver over and above the value that we're charging to our customers. I think we do a fantastic job and we've got 1100 plus five-star reviews to show it. But I would never go and say that we're the best because there's always room for improvement. There's always room for something extra that you can learn. And I don't want that to get to my guys' heads either. So if any of them are listening to this podcast, you got some work to do, buddy. <laughs> but there's always room for improvement, um, always. And knowing that and recognizing that, your business will always be in development for the better versus I know everything, you can't teach me shit. That's where you're closed off and those those walls and boundaries. Like you're probably, you, I don't even have to say that out loud because you're probably not even listening to this podcast because you clearly think you know everything already and you're not tuning in to people that know their shit. So, <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. How about you, Marty? When did you become an expert? Oh, last year. Right on, man. Here we go. <laughs> I got my certification six months ago. Nice. Nice. Oh, I love certificates. Did you get something printed for the wall? That's it. 
<laughs> little badge of honor oh my god shots fired but uh yeah no yeah it's it, me too you know it's funny like i'm i'm really good but there's always uh what was that saying you're you're only as good as your last fight or something like that but i don't know my old my old boxing coach always told me though he was like whenever you're coasting and you're just resting there's someone out there and he's he's training really hard to kick your ass and he used to tell me that and i was like fuck that's true so now i just don't sleep and that's why you see the guys they're like man sean do you ever take a break you're always doing this and that and i'm like no uh, I'll sleep later, man. I, I got things to do. I want to be better because I want to eventually consider myself the best, but it takes time for sure. Absolutely. Awesome, man. Well, listen, thanks. Appreciate you. Uh, next week, we'll have another bouquet of tips. Uh, Marty will hopefully have some more uh, news. I'm excited for these new products. Um, if I can get an early sample for my theater seats, man, I'd be really happy. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. <laughs> we'll see appreciate you man we'll see you next week guys stay tuned and tune in uh tomorrow or thursday uh when do you got the community pub oh so the community pub actually is every other wednesday and it's live now Mm. it's live on the hyperclean specialist group on Mm. facebook 7 30 p.m every other wednesday people can come be in there's a there'll be a link it's there inside of the specialist group so come on be a part have some beer and talk about detailing Beautiful. And if someone's interested in distributorship or something like that, do they get in touch with your new hire or what do they do? Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Yeah. We'll go to the website, hypercleanstore.com. Funnel some sales here. You know what I mean? And uh, trying to help him. I, he, he's greatly appreciative of that. Yeah. Awesome, man. See, Sean's a great guy, despite popular opinion. <laughs> No, all good. But, uh, you know, obviously Orbis X has ruffled some feathers in the software industry, um, as we know. But, uh, man, I got love for everybody, you know, and uh, it's just I think we can all strive to be the best. And just because I'm holding the crown now doesn't mean that uh, we can't all win. You know, <laughs> there we go. See, it's it's the red juice. Sorry, guys. Anyways, thank you very much. Appreciate y'all. We'll see you next week. Appreciate you, Marty. See you, right, man. Cheers. See ya.